Welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash, and Happy New Year. Continuing down the route of fantasy playoffs, here where the Scully made it through to the Super Bowl, and then we'll finish off with a few starts and sits for anyone with any relevance in this upcoming week as well. Again, appreciate everyone who's listened to even a minute of us this season talking rubbish about our fantasy football league. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. So only one place to start this week, uh, and that is with Damar Hamlin and the concerns around him. Um, as of now, as of Wednesday evening, when we're recording this, uh, official NFL reports are that signs are looking positive, um, but still, but still in ICU, I think it is, and still in hospital. So, so still no update on on what's happening with him, and then ultimately the games as well. So. Lots of unofficial reports as well, which I think we should just take with a pinch of salt. Uh, no one knows what's going off or what's going to be confirmed with the teams. Um, and of course, lots of playoff, actual NFL playoff implications, but then fantasy football implications as well. Um, so either of you really, but Charlie, I, I, you must have seen it, but did were you watching live and thoughts on tackle, non-tackle really, I suppose, wasn't it? No, I, I wasn't watching live. I was uh, I was working the uh, the following day, so didn't uh, didn't see it. But woke up in the morning. It's just uh, just pretty shocking, um, and not not that it makes any difference. But playing in Cincinnati as well, you think about the issues that they've had in Cincinnati in terms of big injuries there. Um, Ryan Shazier almost well was paralysed pretty much on that field. Uh, not that. Either of those had anything to do with it, but it's uh, it's just a bit of a strange one that those sort of injuries happening uh, in that stadium. But yeah, just just horrendous. Um, nothing tackle, uh, and uh, and the guy just and, and he obviously goes down, and and um, they did the right thing by calling the game off. That you can't be expecting your players to to uh, to carry on after that, and and obviously their thoughts are with. Uh, with Hamlin, so uh, yeah, just hope he's hope he's all right because uh, you don't want to see anything like that. And end of the day, it's just a game in it. So more important things than uh, than fantasy football and and and, uh, and real NFL football as well. Yeah, I think so. And and as you said, it was just a nothing tackle. And by the sounds of it, it was just just a kind of perfect storm of what was it? The kind of the beat in between the heartbeat and where it hit him exactly. So it's it's almost lucky and a surprise that it doesn't happen more often. Um, and yeah, I think I think there's a lot of fans probably and, and, and people online that I guess can jump to things quickly and it, I guess make a mockery of some of like the helmets that they wear pre-season now for certain things. But when, when it's something like that that's happening, there's, there's no chance that when you're one of your teammates is rushed to hospital not knowing whether he's going to be alive in the morning or not, that you're not going to carry on playing. Um, Scully, any many views of your own on that? We've seen it in football a few times, haven't we? So our football, like Maurice Moemba, Christian Eriksen more more recently as well, where athletes have had cardiac arrest on the pitch and had to be resuscitated. And it never gets easy to, to watch and it puts a lot of things into perspective. Um, this, like you said, I think, Ash, it's probably a wonder the why this doesn't happen more often with the contact sport that the NFL is and the type of tackles that are flying around each week, um, even probably in practice as well when they're, when they're fully padded up. So um, it's 
yeah, it's it's one of them things, but it's um, it's never easy to see, and uh, we hope he, he recovers quickly. Yeah, hundred percent. And and props to the Bengals as well. By the looks of it, Zach Taylor was straight over there to um, to the Bills sideline and was like, "Look, whatever you need to do, we're here with you. We're backing you. Play, don't play, postpone, whatever you need. Take your time." So. Um, so yeah, so fingers crossed that he's okay and then everything else gets resolved in hand as well. Um, so looking at actual fantasy scores from last week for us. Um, so I scored a measly 64 points and lost in a in a nothing game. Um, Charlie, 123 points and won your consolation game. And Scully, 176 points and won your championship game or your semi-final uh, and then through to the Super Bowl. So I missed them off last week, so I'll confirm them now. So that takes you, Scully, to five wins on the season and then me six and Charlie six as well on the highest points scored between us three each week. Um, so yeah, Scully, there's, there's no other place to go really. Like What a, what a weekend for you. Won by 72 points. Um Kyle scored, I think, obviously slightly more than he was predicted, but it was always going to be uphill. But but for you scoring, so Daniel Jones was QB2 of the week, 40 points. Eckler, the highest scoring running back with 32. Schultz, the highest scoring tight end with 24. And then the Jags defence with 18 points, the third highest scoring defence as well. So so what a week, what a pick. Um, and it seemed to go pretty pretty smooth all weekend, really, Fury. It did. I think um, on the on the pod last week, where I mentioned that I'd picked up Yarny uh, Woods to, to come in for um, to come in for Schultz because I couldn't trust him. I think I talked myself I talked myself out of that decision quite quickly um, after I listened to <laughs> listened to myself back. Uh, the your challenges as well on saying that it was a brave decision. Um, looking up information about what to do, uh, everything was pointing towards put Schultz back in. So I put Schultz back in and that was absolutely rewarded. And then it just went on from there, really. I mean, Daniel Jones was phenomenal. Um, if they, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get a, a deal this year, then after, after how he's led that team, um, He's, there's, there's something up. So no, he was he was phenomenal again. They they're in the playoffs. Um, he, he deserves to get paid. He deserves a another chance. Um, well, not even another chance. He deserves to continue what he's doing at the moment in in New York. Austin Eckler back up to his his normal standards. That's why he's number one running back throughout throughout the whole season. Um, can't really put anything on any of my players this this week. AJ Brown. Just under 20 points. Um, Algier as well justified his his start in the team with 16 and a half points. I brought in the Jags defense, which was oh, it looks like an inspired decision as well. Dropping the Ravens dis- defense, brought in Koo, quite quite average for a kicker, but okay. Uh, Sent Brown, all right, score 10 points. Stevenson seven points, but. There was nothing on my bench that could have done better than that, and there were some really big performances that have allowed me to um, take this 
zero and 15 predicted team to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, what do they know? Uh, and just, just following on from that, really. Yeah, so those that are on your bench seem to score okay, but but you started your strongest team. Um, they scored the highest. So I think credit where credit's due. I think you picked the right team there. And, and yeah, albeit Jelani Woods almost got a start. You'd have won anyway, but um, but yeah, but then changing your mind and going with Schultz, uh, great decision. Uh, and then looking ahead to next week, so it's looking like so. So the other semi final uh, was all waiting on Jamar Chase playing, obviously that Bills Bengals game. Um, so James twenty six points behind with Jamar Chase, predicted less than the twenty six. So depending on what um. NFL fantasy football decide to do with that, whether he goes through or not. Um, but just looking at your team, Scully, so everything looks pretty straightforward for you. The only one thing that I did see was, I guess it's Stevenson, if you were to start him. I think they're playing the Bills this weekend. Um, so again, if that goes ahead, if they play them, how everyone's feeling. Um, but the Patriots still need to get in. They, they still need to win. But it's just what happens with that. Um, any thoughts, any feelings on who's playing, who's sitting, what you're going to do for this upcoming week? I thought that I would have by this point, but um, obviously everything's been put put on hold a little bit because we, we don't know what's what's happening with the Bills-Bengals game or what the league's going to decide to do and then subsequently what the NFL fantasy app's going to decide to do. So... I've not looked into it at all. I mean, I've got my strongest side out at the moment. I can't imagine that it's going to deviate too much from that. So, um, so yeah, really, really unsure currently. The one thing that um, I have put in is a waiver request for Deshaun Watson, which I know I picked him up and then dropped him last week. Um, I've decided to pick him up again, and that's um, just because... What may happen or may not happen with Daniel Jones as they've already got that playoff spot. So I don't know if they're going to rest him, what kind of side that they're going to put out um, next week against against the Eagles. Because I know it's a, it's a bit of a grudge match. Uh, the Eagles need to win to secure that number one spot. They probably want to comment on that a little bit, but uh, I don't know what's happening with them over the last few weeks. Why don't they just play Hurts? get the bye, get him back healthy for when it actually matters, but just get over the line with him at least. Um, but yeah, I think that's the only one for me is the situation with Daniel Jones and potentially putting Deshaun Watson, if I managed to pick him up off waivers, in over him to uh, Bullock against uh, those lot. I'm going to say that is against the Steelers, isn't it? And the Steelers are on the edge, which... I'm not sure about the implications, Charlie. You'll know more than I will. But the Steelers need to win, I guess. But are they waiting on other teams as well? Um, so that's not going to be the easiest of games for, for Watson to start in. No, it's a must-win for Steelers. Obviously, we win. Uh, I think that we need the Bills to beat the Patriots. Um, and if the Bills beat the Patriots, I think with, that, with us beating the Browns, uh, we then take that seventh spot. Um, I believe that's how it is anyway. But yeah, we, regardless, we need to win. Um, Kenny obviously doing it for us last week. Um, absolutely smashing it fourth quarter. So uh, hopefully he turns them, those lot over again. And uh, and we, we managed to come away with a win. 
can sneak into the playoffs. In fairness, I just want us to come away with a winning record, keep that record going. Yeah, that'd be amazing for where you were, where you started, and and even the season that Kenny Pickett's had as a rookie, you'd you'd take that all day long, wouldn't you, to to make it into the playoffs in your first season? Hundred um, percent. I mean, the last the last sort of five games, he's he's uh, he's just growing into it. Um, exciting things uh, for next year. Looked all right, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I'm uh, very impressed to say he's rookie quarterback. Um, he's been sort of thrown in at the deep end. He tried to sort of help him out a bit at the start with uh, Trubisky in there. But yeah, since he's since he dropped in, he, he bit of teething issues first few games, but he seems to be settling into it and uh, looks really good. Yeah, really impressed with him. Yeah, hopefully that's a sign of things to come then for next season for you. Um, definitely. Looking... Do you want to discuss Eagles quickly? Why Are they choking? What's happening? Uh... <laughs> Not choking, but I, I knew that. I think every eagle knew. Everybody knew that there'd be a big drop off from Hertz to Minshew. I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I do like Minshew. I think he's okay, but when you're going from someone who's in the MVP discussion, top two quarterbacks in the league this season, there's going to be a drop off, and I think defenses then play everyone different. So I don't want to put it all on him. We've had one or two injuries. Lane Johnson on the best offensive line in the league didn't play last week. Um, but you would be thinking, not so much the Cowboys game the week before, although that was winnable throughout, but the Saints game, you'd be thinking that should have been a fairly straightforward game for us to win. Um, having said that, it look, it's looking like Hurts will play this weekend against the Giants in a game when the Giants don't need to win, they don't need to play the starters, nothing needs to happen. It should, on paper, be easy, easy win for for the Eagles. Even if Minshew did start and play, maybe, but um, but yeah, I, th- I think I think just getting in there is fine. I think there's just one or two teams I wouldn't like to play the Cowboys in the playoffs at the minute. Forty um, ers Vikings, Packers, Lions, even I think on the bubble. Seahawks, who else? Buccaneers. Yeah, I wouldn't mind all of those. Maybe famous last words will come back. Seeing as this is all getting recorded now, and. Now we're now we're talking this, but um, but Cowboys are the ones that I wouldn't want to face. So, so I think it depends on how it all winds up. But um, but we'll still 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 confident as long as Hurts comes back and Hurt comes back fit for the playoffs. Um, we'll be all right. I'm confident. So let's let's now look ahead then to uh, well let's have a look at the other end of the the fantasy league. So our consolation games. So for those that don't know. The winner of our league um, in the Super Bowl, so Scully, whether that's you or whether it's Howarth or, or even James, depending on how it works out in the end, um, wins a football shirt of their choosing, uh, which we'll come on to in a second. But the loser, so the loser of the bottom game, which is now set at Albert against Rich next week, buys a ring for the for the winner. So um, so yeah so a close eye on that one as well at the at the bottom end of the league. Um, Scully, you mentioned last week you're still committing to that Baker Mayfield number seventeen Ramshirt. Should you win this upcoming week? I thought after last week I committed to buying a Daniel Jones one now <laughs> after he's uh, absolutely led me in a in a few of these last weeks to the uh, to the Super Bowl. It's got to be Daniel Jones, surely. It's written in stars. You met him, and he's just got you into the Super Bowl with forty points. 
How many, t- how many rushing touchdowns was it? Three. Two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. Come on. It's got to be Daniel Jones. Don't forget this is on us, Ash. We've got the Giants and Daniel Jones single-handedly to the playoffs. I think you're quite right. Quite right. You're welcome, Giants fans. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll come on to the awards in the next couple of weeks of uh, fantasy football awards, but he's got to be up there for some, maybe not quite MVP, but not underrated, something like that. But but I'm not even sure we drafted him. Nobody drafted him, did they? But um, but yeah, what a player. And I do think, even as an Eagles fan, I think Dable, maybe even coach of the year, from what he's done with that Giants team, even just to make it into the playoffs, like you look at everybody else up there, you'd be expecting most others to make the playoffs, but the Giants have done done some incredible things, um, especially the start that they had, and then to just keep it rolling with the squad that they've got is... Uh, that's remarkable, really. So looking ahead to the final week of the season and previewing our fantasy Super Bowl. Um, Charlie, I'll come to you. So let's take a look at Howard's roster, um, who Scully will be playing in the Super Bowl, uh, and let's see who you'd start and sit out of out of those categories. So so start us off with quarterbacks. Who's he got and who are you starting? So at the minute on his roster, he's currently got Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson. For me, it's a bit of an easy one. Um, I think he, Lamar Jackson, they're not going to risk him, surely, for the last game uh, of the regular season. And Green Bay, in form, must win. Let's face it, they win, they're in. Um Rogers is going to ball out this week, so uh, yeah, Rogers must start. Scully, would you agree with that? And be honest, what makes you makes you more nervous? Neither of them make me nervous, to be honest. I think if um, if Baltimore had more to play for and, and Lamar, and they needed to play Lamar, then um, then I'd be more nervous about Lamar. But um, yeah, I agree, Rogers. You'd start him. Do I think he's going to put up tons and tons of points? No. So I'm not particularly worried about him. But um, but I'd start him definitely over um, Jackson this week. Yeah, I'd agree as well. And um, and something to play for. He's just balling out at the minute. In the end, and against a Lions team that's not quite leaking points, but, um, but not the best of defences in the league, certainly. Uh, moving on then to running backs. So Charlie, again, take us through his running backs and who you'd recommend he starts and sits on these. So he's got a choice of four running backs. Um, I think one speaks for himself, uh, Derek Henry. Obviously, they rested him last week. Um, they, they've now got a must-win uh, game. It's between uh, Tennessee and Jacksonville in it. Basically, uh, whoever wins goes through to the playoffs. So expecting a a heavy uh, Derrick Henry game, and I think he could potentially score uh, quite big. Um, and then it's between the other three. So, AJ Dillon, Bam Nye, and uh, J.K. Dobbins. And I think similar to the Aaron Rodgers pick for quarterback, although you've got a shared backfield between uh, Jones and Dillon, I think you still go Dylan for this. They're playing the Lions, who, although their defense has been a bit better last week, um, and obviously they've 
they, they have been pretty decent against the run. Uh, Green Bay used Dylan and Jones in the passing game as well. Uh, and Dylan's always seems to be the red zone guy. So potentially going to pick you up uh, one, maybe two touchdowns. So I'd be looking at Dylan and, uh, and Derek Henry out of his uh, running backs to start this week. Yeah, Scully again. Tend to agree, I'd have thought, based totally on agree. previous as well. Yeah, yeah, no, totally agree. Uh, for the exact reason that Tom's just mentioned, especially around Dylan, he's the one that seems to get more snaps in the red zone. He's the one that seems to get the more touchdown scoring uh, snaps. So, um, yeah, he's got the potential to put up a, a, a big score, especially against this, this Lions defence. And... Um, I don't think we need to talk much about Derek Emery. He's probably the one that scares me the most on uh, on his roster. So he, he's capable of putting up any score. Yeah, no doubt. And and it's not that the Jags have got a bad defence. It's not a great matchup for Derek Emery. But I think Josh Dobbs starting at quarterback for the Titans. But in another must-win game, um, he's, he's your superstar. He's your best player. You're going to be leaning on him, even though the Jags are going to know where it's going. Yeah, this could be a huge week for Henry. Uh, no doubt some league winners for him. Um, and then just moving on to wide receivers then. So five wide receivers on his roster, but talk us through those ones, Charlie. Um, if I'd have said this last week, I would have maybe not gone with the same. So he's got uh, Mike Evans, who had, I know most people had their championship week this week just gone. Um, so Mike Evans won a lot of people their championship with that score of 48 points. Um, the guy just went off. Him and Brady, it's been sort of uh, inevitable it was going to happen at some point that they were going to get the connection back. So uh, if that go, carries on into this coming week, I don't, I can't see him scoring 48 points again, but he's Mike Evans and they're playing the Falcons. So, uh, yeah, I'm expecting a big score from uh, Evans and then between the others. So he's got uh, Garrett Wilson and I just don't want anything to do with the Jets at all. Um, they, they just seem to have imploded after a great start. And, and obviously with uh, Mike White, they would, they seem to be doing all right. And he then went back to the Mike White of old and, and uh, just was atrocious this last week. He seemed to be playing like Zach Wilson. So, uh, yeah, don't want anything to do with the Jets. And then of his others, you've got Deontay Johnson, who as a Steeler, I would love to say, yeah, pick him. But, I mean, he's the most. he's got the most targets without a touchdown, I think, out of the whole NFL, um, which is not something you want in, uh, in fantasy. Uh, and then uh, the others are Tyler Lockett and Jacoby Myers, for me, you've got to go Tyler Lockett, even playing with a, a broken hand. Um, obviously, I had him at the start of the season, drafted him, uh, traded him away. What a rookie mistake that was. Um, but yeah, they're playing the Rams. Must win for Seattle. They can sneak into the playoffs if Green Bay don't win. Um, so they're going to be going for it. So I, I think you've got to play Lockett this week. Yeah, Scully, same for those ones. Would you agree with yeah. that lineup? Yeah, no argument again. I mean, I like Garrett Wilson. I drafted Garrett Wilson. Um, 
just just hasn't really worked out with the quarterback situation for him. He's had he's had spells like Tom said when uh, Mike White come in and um, he seemed to go to him quite often and he picked up a little bit, but. But yeah, that I think that quarterback situation is not stable enough uh, for him to to have any confidence that he's going to perform consistently. And um, this is a favourable matchup for Mike Evans. They're going up against Atlanta. I think they need to win to, to confirm the division. So um, yeah, I think uh, he he's got the potential to score to score big. He scored big a few times already this season. I don't think he'll score as big as last week, like Tom said, but um, he's still got the potential to do that. And then absolutely lock it. He's been pretty consistent. Tom's ghost pick that we've mentioned a few times that he let go. But um, yeah, I completely agree with Tom on both of those. Yeah, and then, and then the last one on that list, so Jacoby Myers, he must have done some groveling in Belichick's office. Uh, it was, and he scored quite decent last week after that, what, what, what can you call it, that lateral that um, just went wrong, basically, didn't it? So he must have done some groveling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and scored well last week. But but yeah, a matchup against the Bills, assuming that it all goes ahead, um, not great for them for him either. The other two, um, I'm not sure if you were going to mention this, but... Um... He plays two tight ends, don't he? So they're, they're the two that I am both quite worried about because, again, they've both got the potential to score very highly and uh, you can probably consider them wide receivers rather than tight ends. They're that effective in the uh, in the passing game. He's got to play in both, surely. I mean, George Kittle, they're playing Arizona, who basically just bleed points to uh, to tight ends. Uh, he got 24 points last time he played them, which is his uh, second, third highest score of the season. Um, especially with Debo out, he's uh, he's going to get targeted more, and I think he could potentially put up a bigger number. Uh, it's the only thing will be if they do take a huge lead, are they then going to start sitting people? Um, and I would imagine he would be one that they would sit because they want to keep the superstars fresh. Uh, and then Travis Kelsey, obviously playing the Raiders, who uh, fold drastically. Um, and he's Travis Kelsey. The guy's an absolute beast and uh, can score huge every week. Yes, he's another one, isn't he? That, yeah, that they, could, they could easily bench him at half-time, but... He could have already scored 25 points by then anyway. So, um, so yeah, who knows? So, an interesting team. But for those who maybe didn't weren't aware of certain rosters and lineups, um, that's who ours went with, and uh, and big difference really for him. So, I want to take a look at some free agents as well. So, free agents in our league, which I'd have thought they're probably free agents in most other leagues as well. Um, so, I'll start off by quarterback um, that. I'd recommend picking up for any, again anyone anything to play for, even in some of those consolation rounds. Um, Jarrett Stidham for the Raiders, so scored 32 points last week versus the 49ers, and also made Devonte Adams wide receiver two, scoring 34 points. Um, so as we've just mentioned, really with Travis Kelsey, so Raiders are playing the Chiefs, um, who were 30th ranked versus quarterbacks anyway. Plus, as we said, if they are going to then potentially start resting players if it comes into the second half, Stidham's got something to play for, whether it's another backup job next season, whether it's his job with the Raiders. Um, 
I'm not sure. I don't think he's a free agent, but as we know, Derek Carr's very unlikely to still be a Raider next season. So, so something to play for. Um, not a lot of history on him, but but did brilliantly well last week. Um, Deshaun Watson, as you mentioned, Scully, he is currently a free agent that you're trying to pick up on waivers. Have I done enough to convince you to go Jarrett Stidham? Or um, still still sticking with Brown, still sticking with Deshaun? Probably stick with Deshaun, mainly because, I um, don't know if you've seen on the rumour mill, but Kaepernick might be starting next uh, <laughs> week for the Raiders. Yeah, surely not. Surely that is just... A rumor and nothing confirmed, but um, but yeah, I guess you would be kicking yourself if you took a punt, started Stidham, and then uh, and then Kaepernick turned up and, and started instead. What a story that'd be! Yeah, it's uh, that that'd just be for the story, wouldn't it? Just be for the headlines, and I'm sure. Um, moving on to running back, so so slim pickings at free agent at running back, um, but I went a fair way down points scored last week and then projected for last uh, for next week, but um, but I wanted to pick out Malik Davis, so he scored eight points on just ten carries for the Cowboys, um, so watching the game looked really really impressive with Pollard out, almost like for like really in a game that you'd expect Zeke to. I don't know, 80-90% of the stats with Pollard out, but Malik Davis played um, a fair few and did really, really well. So with Pollard possibly still out again, um, the Cowboys don't necessarily need to win because if the Eagles win, then the the Cowboys' results are irrelevant, but they certainly want to win. And playing the Commanders as well, who, who again, for some reason, are starting their rookie quarterback. So again, they're going away from Wentz, going away from Heineke. The Cowboys could be well up by half-time in which case, again, whether it is Pollard or Zeke or even both, they could end up dropping those and Malik Davis scoring a fair few points. So so that's a running back, which is certainly boom or bust uh, and unlikely to score massive. But if you're looking for a running back anywhere in the league, then, then that's one. Uh, and then wide receiver. So wide receiver, a fairly obvious one, if it is still a free agent, is KJ Osborne. So scored 18 points versus the Packers last week. Um, against the Bears in week 18, and, and he scored double digits in three of the last four weeks, which, again, if you're looking for a free agent wide receiver, uh, anyone who's scoring double digits is hard to come by. So so KJ Osborne is the other one. Um, and just lastly, lads, just while we're on the Vikings, they look like they're crumbling after a terrific start. Really, really good. He's talking one of the best offences in the league with Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen, Ad Hawkinson, KJ Osborne, Cook, they then they then struggle to to score even a handful of points against the Packers. Charlie, I mean, I can't. Well, Steelers aren't going to play them in the playoffs. Obviously, you're not going to get to Super Bowl, are you? But um, but you're not going to be nervous about the Vikings at the minute, are you? Definitely not. Um, they are just an atrocious team. It appears first half. Um, they're just give points away for, for free. Um, the, uh, they're a bit of a, a fraud, I think, with that record that they've got. Um, the de- de- they've got to play with the defence they've got, and the defence is just atrocious. Uh, anybody can walk all over them, and uh, it doesn't matter having the best wide receiver in the league if your team's just leaking points, he isn't going to get on the pitch to make catches. 
So, uh, yeah, certainly not a team that I would be worried about playing as a, as a Steelers fan. And, hey, you never know. We might be sneaking. <laughs> you might be eating those words. I stick tempi on atrocious that. Is, uh, I think atrocious is a little harsh. I think What, for, for the for defence? No, I mean, for, for them as a team, I think um, I've been big on them all season. I think they're... They're excited more than anything. They, they've been in every single game that they've that they've won, and they've been hammered in every game that they've lost, which hasn't been many. But the games that they've won, they've shown a lot of grit. They've shown a lot of uh, fight back. They've um, they've ground out some some really big results, and they they're in the position that they've they're in because they're they're a decent football team. I don't think they're. I don't think they're atrocious. I, I think, think they're, they're a decent just... offense. Defensively, they're awful. Maybe they need uh, that. They need that reset. Maybe that. That I know that there's no bye week, but whether they can rest players this upcoming week, just just kind of get away for a day or two, and just just kind of start all over again. And and those stats get thrown around, don't they? Where they've they've won every game that they've been in one within one score or whatever it might be, and it. I guess it all looks really positive when they're winning and the whatever they were twelve and two, but then once you start losing a few, that that records uh, well, you're close to losing those games actually. So exactly, they're not the um... best team. Don't get me wrong, they're not the best team, and like you said, the defense might be the weak point, but their offenses can be electric, especially with uh, Justin Jefferson. He's unbelievable. I know he got completely shut out this weekend, and uh, Alexander. Um, kind of walk the walk as well as talking the talk that he's been doing but um, they, they've got the potential to put up big numbers and they've been exciting and that's why that's why I like them and that's why they've, the games have been close yeah they're not the best team but they're an exciting team so I, I like them I'm quite big on them and I'm glad that we're going to see more of them this season Maybe that's the way to beat Jefferson get in his head because he got in his head early doors didn't he our first uh, first breakup of play and you know, gridding all over his ass. Uh, he, he just lost his head. I mean, he nearly took out an official, didn't he, with his helmet at one point, um, which a guy who he is, in my opinion, the best receiver in the league, um, getting in his head, potentially some cheeky little mind games, bit of gamesmanship. Maybe that's the way you beat him because uh, I think... He beat himself as much as uh, Alexander did what he did. It started earlier on in the week as well when he was talking about the first game where he went for about 190 yards, three touchdowns, whatever it was where Jefferson was ridiculous and Alexander was saying it was a fluke. There was 190-odd flukes. There was whatever it was that he was saying. Um, And then to actually shut him down and allow him to do nothing I know they double teamed him a lot it wasn't just Alexander but to have the balls to gritty after that first play was unbelievable yeah love it love anything like that um, cool well we'll, uh, we'll see how the last week of the NFL season wraps up and then of course the last week of our fantasy football season as well so best of luck Scully hopefully we're on next week ordering you that shirt and, uh, and saying congratulations which would make it two out of three of us winning the last couple of years which um, which bodes well for me next season 